We are live. It is 3.06 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States, 9.06 p.m. GMT in the U.K. So Nomad hey. Tech Project with Sam and Joe coming to you live here on the 10th of December, 2023. And if you are paying attention to the stream, great. If you're not, you should be, and you're slacking. It's getting close to the holidays. You can't be slipping up this late in the year. I mean, you got to finish out 2023 strong. We got Ian's tech who decided to swing on by, and he's uh, decided to take an hour out of his life that he's never going to get back and show up on the, the project. Welcome, sir. Thanks for coming in and taking time with us. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good, well, good to see and you, my, man. And my <laughs> wife just came yeah, in the last time I had a stream. I was pissed off because the Bears blew the game against the Lions. Well, they just beat them. So, you know, good times. <laughs> so she just literally walked in. She goes, Bears won. I was like, okay, cool. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so that's good. Well, again, thanks for stopping by and appreciate it. And so uh, I guess the, the first question is, uh, I, I, we had talked about it before that I guess you hadn't you hadn't really known about the project. So uh, what do you do exactly? Uh, content creation, podcasting for folks that may, uh, and then chat that may not know you or be aware of you. What, what, do you, what do you bring to the table as far as your content creation? I know I've seen a couple of things, but I'll, I'll let you describe what, what you got going on. Uh, so my channel is, uh, probably a little bit all over the place if you, if you saw it. So lately it's been a lot of, uh, cases, which may not be the most interesting thing in the world, but, um, I, for the past couple of years, uh, I've gotten cases from multiple companies and I just make videos on those. Uh, but I'll buy phones here and there. Uh, I'm not, I'm not very consistent, I would say, but I do like to <laughs> take a look at different phones, uh, laptops, tablets, that kind of thing. And, and as you saw, mostly cases, but um, I'm going to get better with that. I promise I'll get better with that. But, uh, oh, that's okay. No, I guess yeah. they always talk about consistency, but you know, yeah, you probably have a, uh, I'm assuming that your YouTube channel isn't generating enough money for you to probably have a, as a full-time <laughs> YouTuber. So, uh, no. you know, it's, it's hard when you have an actual full-time job and family commitments and other things going on. And it's, it's really hard to carve out a lot of time, you know, bandwidth gets squeezed. So um, yes. it's easy when, when that's all you do, you know, and some people mm -hmm. have made that transition um from being just kind of a part-time doing it here and there and then i guess get enough traction where they feel like they want to kind of try to see if they can push to that next level and, and maybe monetize mm -hmm. it and do that uh what what is the plan with that is that something you've ever thought of i mean how long have you been doing that i mean is it just kind of you're winging it i mean what what is your kind of i guess end goal there is an end goal i don't know if there is or not <laughs> uh, i mean honestly uh I haven't moved as quickly as other people, and I don't think I've really found the groove that I want to be in. Um, I've been doing this about, I think, almost four years now. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of just it's kind of just stayed a side hustle, kind of a side thing. Like gotcha. I enjoy it, but I feel like if I if I did this full time, I might not enjoy it as much. I don't gotcha. know. You know, you kind of you know, if you have a hobby you really like and you start doing that as a full time job, it becomes a job and it's no longer enjoyable. So I haven't really transitioned it to that point um but right. like my full-time career is in it support um also not very exciting but right. I, i'm a nerd so <laughs> i i enjoy it and i i guess i do pretty okay at it so uh and and i'm seeing where that goes but uh but no real full-time for the content creation that's kind of stayed part-time what well, and th and that's what happens. I mean, after four years, because I mean, again, and, and uh, so I guess people struggle with that, right? I've seen creators yeah. like, okay, they try to do uh, content about a specific brand, or they talk about either iPhone because that gets clicks, and and yeah. so they have to kind of make these adjustments. Like, well, I really don't want to do content about this. However, this is what generates clicks, so that's how mm -hmm. I can move my channel. But then when you're in that lane, now you can't transition or pivot. 
and now exactly. you're there. And then you're just, mm-hmm. again, then it becomes like, and this is, I think, part of the reason why with Joe and I, uh, we're not really kind of just trying to do anything other than just have fun with the channels because I don't want this to be like where people have a subscription and mm-hmm. then they have to pay. And then you have to deliver on that, right? You can't take a week right. off and then you have to constantly think about content and then it starts to kind of not be fun, right? So instead of a side hustle and or a hobby, it starts to mm-hmm. kind of be work. And it's like, I exactly. don't really know if it's worth worth the, the investment, at least far as, at least maybe Joe does. I don't know. We've talked about it. We're, we're okay yeah, with just true. doing a simple podcast and being okay with it, so. It's a fine yeah. line, isn't it? Like I got lazy and stopped making thumbnails, and um, I haven't done much in descriptions, which is really lazy. I need to get back on that. But like that's when it starts becoming more work. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, yeah. You want it to be enjoyable. Now, have you always been an IT, Ian, or is it is that something recently? Or I mean, like I guess you know your your career trajectory has it always been in some kind of IT work, or did you do other stuff before you leveraged you know, moved into this role? Yeah, no, actually, I um, I worked in health insurance before for quite a while. Oh. Um, so I did, yeah, I did health. I know another not very exciting job, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> um, but I I, uh, I was I worked there for almost sixteen years, and um, you know, I, I got to this point of uh, not to get too deep into it, but I was kind of complacent where I was, and I really was like, you know what, I, I want to change what I'm doing because I felt like I wasn't really going anywhere with that. So then I switched over to IT support. And that in itself was hard to get into because I'm sure people looked at me and they were like, oh, well, he does insurance. That's not that's not IT. And what experience can he bring to the table? And luckily, uh, you know, one company took a chance on me and here I am. Uh, so I've been with the new one for like a year and a half or so. Okay. Well, and and I always tell the people, and I think it's hilarious because I think these companies, you know, I understand if you're hiring specific kinds of, like if you're if you're doing Python or you're doing code or you're writing script, mm-hmm. I get all that. But if you're doing IT support or whatever, I always tell people, and this is what I always say to the people at work, we're talking about hiring people. I said, you know, hire for a mindset. Right, hire for somebody who can do the work, who's willing to kind of get in there and learn, and also you maybe okay. want somebody who's new to it because now you're not getting all those. Well, I was an IT support at X company. I did this thing, mm-hmm. and this is they come in. I say, well, here's the thing: either one, they don't want you there, or two, you didn't want to be there. So it's nice that yeah. what you did there, but the other thing too is nobody who's 17 years old knows how to fly an F-35. Nobody, True. right? They had to yeah. learn how to fly a plane, right? Because they weren't, unless they were flying their dad's crop duster, right? But flying <laughs> a fifth generation aircraft is not the same as flying your dad's Cessna across a cornfield, Plus, right? Sam, plus, yeah. we all know how IT tech support works, right? They always say, have you turned it off and on yet? Right. Did you, re- <laughs> are you sure it's plugged in? Have you rebooted it? Is it play- yeah. Right. What browser are you using? Did you restart the browser? How many, t- yeah, those kind of things, right? Have you cleared oh, yeah. the history? <laughs> Right. Uh, are you clear your cash and cookies? All right. Let's yeah. try from open. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, and so that's why I say I always tell these companies is like, if you got somebody who, like in, in your case, Ian, who's like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, 16 years in one industry, if mm-hmm. if this person's willing to learn and willing to get into it and really look, I mean, looking to develop, that's what you're looking for, right? It's, yeah. you, you almost, it, it, they just got to give you a chance. And so that's why I always exactly. make this comment at work where it's like, I, you know, if I get in here and I get in the door and show what I can do, you'd be surprised. Maybe mm-hmm. I could, you know, make it pull it off for you. So, well, I'm glad that's yeah, exactly. uh, actually working out for you. And then I guess my other question is where, where do you live? I, you sound like you're an American. So I would assume it's the United States unless it's Canada. Yes. Canada. 
but it doesn't, <laughs> you don't have a you don't have the overall like the hey bud how you doing hey don't take off hey eh? um you don't have that kind of you don't you don't sound like you're from you know Manitoba or something so uh where where are, are you at currently and have you lived there long or what's your like I guess yes. life story as far as your where you live and where you came from uh born and raised in Florida so I have been in Florida okay. since I was you know born and, and I I'm still here. <laughs> Good deal. Well, that's cool. So yeah, yeah I, I'm in St. Louis. Been here my whole life. Raised in St. Louis, the uh, the uh, one of the most dangerous cities in the United States. Congratulations, <laughs> St. Louis. Way to go. Keep 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 up the good work as far as crime and murder and general chaos. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually a really nice city. It's got a lot of things going for it. It's just it has this reputation for being kind of like you know dangerous and not a very good downtown situation. But you know, yeah, food's pretty good. The, the we got a good music and what's cool is a lot of stuff in St. Louis is free, which is kind of nice. Like art museums free, the zoo is free. Mm. Right, so it's oh, kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of neat because all the places people come, they visit and they go, "How much is the zoo?" It's like, oh, I mean. It's free. You just, we just go to the zoo and you got to pay to park. But if we park in, in Forest Park, you don't have to pay for parking. You just walk, right? They're like, yeah, your zoo, your zoo is free. I go, well, yeah, but I mean the stuff in it. If you want food or you know exhibits and stuff, but oh, actually yeah, yeah. getting in, admission to the zoo costs nothing. They're like, that's awesome though. That's, that's really incredible. Nice. It's like, yeah, yeah I, mean, you know, pay, like, I pay two hundred yeah, quid a year for me to go to my local zoo. Oh yeah. Oh, so wow. they have like a is it like a yearly uh, subscription? Like yeah, that's for me, Lauren and Sasha. That all of us. So, oh, but that's yeah, not bad I guess for a whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I guess, and I guess it's unlimited. You can go as I guess as much as you want, right? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah that's so it's kind of neat. So yeah, when when people come to St. Louis, other than you know the emo's pizza and all the stuff that people hate or love, <laughs> um, they that just blows them away. Like uh, most of the stuff in St. Louis is free. Like museums and things like that are are paid for by tax dollars. So it's kind of cool. So that's yeah, cool. That's uh, so uh, anyway, like I was gonna get. I noticed that one of the videos I happened to pull up just before you got started was uh, a Tesla video. So, yeah. how, what what kind of spurred you to turn into an EV guy? Are you an EV guy? Are you just trying it out? And I mean, what's what's that like? Because I I have my own opinions about it. So we were not going to get into a heated discussion about it. I'm just curious, people who buy them, like what? How did that start? What kind of scratched that itch? And how how has been your experience so far? What you would say? Um. So I mean, the experience so far it is. It's kind of a mixed bag. The, the funny thing about being on social media, you get to see kind of both ends of it. I think we all oh, yeah. like, we get way like really, you know, people that absolutely love them and they have to tell you how great they are. And then you have people that are like, no, they're terrible. You shouldn't get them. Um, I'm kind of in the middle because I've just, through my experience, <laughs> through my experience with it. So I actually, um, I guess what spurned it was uh, I had a, well, I have, I still have my hybrid, but I had a hybrid. And I feel like mm. that's kind of a step towards that. And so I said, you know what? Let's go for it. I found one for a good price. And um, you may know my friends, uh, Drew and Michael, um, but they, mm -hmm. I was talking to them and I sent them a screenshot of the one I found. I found a standard range model three and uh, it was like 32,000 and uh, they were like, do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, just whatever, just spur the moment kind of thing. And I did it. Um, now that one was, it was great. I, I did love it, but it didn't have enough range. So the standard range, it, and that's the thing that sucks too with a lot of EVs is they're going by the EPA estimate and it, right. you'll never get the EPA estimate. You'll never get it. So the original well, same, thing with, estimate, same thing with an ICE vehicle, right? They always say it's 32 on the highway, but really it's more like 27, 28. And you're also your driving threshold depends, right? If you're a guy who likes to gun true. it, you're, you're not going to yeah. get the same. Yeah. So it's EPA. Yeah. I figured it's it going to be the same kind of chick with the EV too. Yeah. 
Uh, it's and it's I guess it's weird because you know like with the hybrid, uh, you more feel like you can kind of hyper mild a little bit and get it up to the you know, and then with an EV, you've got the instant torque, you've got the speed with it, so you want to constantly drive it kind of fast. You know, right? You put it in the slow mo and you kind of gimp it. And you're like, why did I buy this? <laughs> why did I buy an electric car? I, I got it for the for the speed, instant torque, and and the you know, like the Model Three is a really sporty car. It may may not seem like it would be. But it's got really tight steering. It's uh, you know, it's compact, nice and quick and nimble. Um, so like you get in it, you don't want to drive it, you don't want to put it, you know, in slow mode and drive it like that. You want to drive it kind of, you know, its normal sporty way. Um, but the the original one I got, the standard range, uh, I think the max I ever got on it was 140 miles or so on a charge, and it just it just didn't work. And then I went to the Tesla store, and they had a, a Model Three long range. And I can't believe I have a second one. I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> anyway, spur of the moment purchases again. Um, so I, I got a long range. And, uh, you know, I would say if you're driving around town, well, first, if you have if you have charging at your house, that makes a big difference. Because right. that right there will uh, lower how much you're spending. And if you're only driving around town or doing kind of short trips, like uh, I would say a two to three hour trip tops is good. But we took a trip to Virginia uh, for Thanksgiving, and it was kind of awful just because of the added time. And, you know, I posted my experience on Twitter because uh, mm-hmm. I had uh, Fernando was posting his as well. And I was like, you right. know, wait, maybe I'll do the same thing because he did like uh, he did like eleven hundred miles. And that was more than right. I was doing. But I was like, you know what? Let me see. I'll just I'll post what I what, how my experience goes and and, you know, people know how it is. And um, like the car drives fine. It's a great road trip car. It's comfortable. Uh, you know, you can you can get around easily. You can pass people just fine. But when it comes down to the charging part of it, that's where it's kind of a pain. Um, I never had an issue finding chargers. And I don't mean to get into like a whole spiel about it, but um, I never had any trouble finding chargers for it. Uh, you know, I think that's some concern for some people is you can't find a charger on on drives, but they were everywhere. Yeah. So you can, you right. can definitely find them. Um, and then it was just the added time, just the added time. Right. So, I mean... For a 10-hour trip, it turned into 13-plus hours. So Right. And that's why – I guess that was it, too, because I, mean, I, I guess you have – because I'm starting to see them now at, like, gas stations, right? They'll have charging stations yeah. and those yes. kind of things. But not all of them mm-hmm. – one, I guess not all chargers are equal. Two, mm-hmm. not all of them are available. Three, right. uh, I guess one person, they said that they had, like, three charging stations. One was being used. One was – working but then they, on the other side of that same standard because they were drawn on mm-hmm. it it didn't have enough throughput so they were getting like 30 percent or whatever and so it was like you know it, it's well that's the problem is when when you have an ice vehicle you have more obviously more access to gas but there's no guesswork like you you go to a gas station like okay if they have 10 pumps and three are broken you got seven if they're out you can just drive maybe a, you know usually gas stations are clustered in groups right exactly yeah you, there's never that guesswork you know that you you know you're not going to worry do i have this right charger is it going to be broken is it going to be used mm-hmm. you know if you go to a place like uh, like a wally's right or something that's got like 97 pumps your chances yeah. are you're going to be in and out in five minutes if you're just doing a real quick a pop and hop right you're just getting on your thing and going yeah. But with the, with the that it's not just so much the chargers available; it's the the extra thought and the planning of what happens if you get there and they are used, or they're not functional, or you're not getting the right throughput. Now you have to sit there and kind of like, okay, put a little on it, so it went to the next one, and it it just adds this extra level of complexity to your travel. And I was just curious, like, and I have had a lot of people that say those kind of things. They have to really be thoughtful about 
planning and extra time. And, and if, it, if you're driving, it's okay. If you're like, I'm going to grandma's house, I'm going to be there for two weeks because it's the holiday. I don't care. But if yeah. you're, let's say you're having to get there for some reason, like you're driving on a trip and you have a compressed timeline, you only have a weekend. Yeah. You know, you lose six hours. That, that may be significant for some people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so on, on the subject of the, of the chargers, like being not available, I'll, I'll be honest with you with the Tesla superchargers. I haven't had that experience uh, yet of, of any of them not being online or, you know, unavailable. Um, and then I actually had an example of where uh, it diverted me to a different one. So uh, when you have the map on the car, it'll point you to where you should go. It'll say, okay, you're going to have X amount of charge by the time you get here. You'll want to charge for this amount of time. So uh, I was going toward one and it noticed it was busy because it, it updates in real time how many right. people are using the charger. So okay. uh, this one became too busy and we were maybe five miles from the exit and it decided to send us to the next one. So it was about okay. 10 miles down the road. So I did like that. So, uh, you know, with that, it does kind of reduce the amount of stuff you're thinking about. Now, of course, you know, the throughput issue, uh, there are some that are 150 kilowatt and then there's some that are 250. So if you want the faster charging, you definitely want to go for one of those. But right. Tesla does kind of help to, you know, keep the guesswork out of it by just telling you where, you know, it just tells you where to go, how long to charge for. So you don't really have to worry about it. I feel like okay. some of the issues you mentioned might be more prominent with other EVs uh, just because they're using those third party charging solutions like uh, Electrify right. America and some of the other ones. And mm -hmm. honestly, you know, my aunt was talking. It was funny because Thanksgiving, of course, we're going to talk about it because I brought that car. <laughs> and right. My right. my family is not very uh, happy with EVs. They're like, oh, they're terrible. They're they're bad for the environment. You drive down the street, you're gonna die. You know, your car's gonna die. And so I had what? to kind of I had okay. To, yeah. Yeah. Oh no no, yeah. they, they were very. Serious. Hey, by they, the uh, way, can you can you pass the gravy? I just I'm just trying to get some gravy. Like I don't need to die. I just <laughs> I just need to like yeah. It's like, holy cow, what's yeah. happening right now? Oh, oh yeah, no, they were they were very much not not happy about it. So uh, my aunt was talking about it. She said uh, her and my uncle had. Uh, gone somewhere and they rented an ev and she said yeah we tried to go to the charger and they were dead and then we couldn't charge at the hotel and then she's telling me this whole story and at the end of the story i said which what car was it and she said it was a chevy bolt and i said that's why oh <laughs> yeah right so Not and, the same. I, but the thing is i could see why if someone rented a car and they had all those problems why they'd have a terrible first impression and why they would probably never want to buy one i could totally understand that but mm -hmm. also, at the same time, I'm not going to give Tesla a pass on this because when I first bought the car, did they give me any information about it? No, I had to I had to find all of it out on my own. Did it, right. it didn't even include a charger? So I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> I had to buy a charger online. They don't tell you anything. Like the, I will say, the purchase process was the easiest and the best I've had because okay. no dealership garbage, no extra fees, no junk. I bought the car online. A week later, I had the car in my hand and I just, I bought it through the internet. That was crazy. I could buy a car online, not have to deal with a salesperson, not have to go back and forth and have to go to their sales manager and all this other garbage and fight over fees right. and charges and get the right, oh, what payment do you want? And all this, I hope that goes away, honestly. Right. But that, that purchase process was the best. And that's honestly, I wish it would go to other places um, because if you've ever been to a dealership, which I'm sure you have. You know, oh, yeah. how quite a few terrible of an experience it can be. They're going to have you sit there for two or three hours until you're just broken down to the point. You're like, 
okay, fine, I'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. But Ian, one thing I will say is the guy at the showroom would have sold you a charger. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he would have told you that shit. He would have said, look, look at you need to chargers. Charger. You got a big charger. There's a smaller Joe. charger. This one's yeah. got like they a... had no chargers there. I promise yeah. you, I asked. They had no chargers. Oh, really? Like, yeah, you have, to, you have to order online. It was a joke. I was like, so oh, I have to drive wait, it home. Amazon so, or? <laughs> no, I had to buy it from Tesla's website. And right. wait course, a week yeah, for it to get course. there. So yeah. if I were your salesperson and you asked for a charger, I would just hand you an inflated balloon and go just <laughs> zap. Yeah. How many times? Sixty-four thousand zaps. And I'm okay, cool. All right, I'm sitting. You're just you a bunch of people in the showroom just rubbing balloons on their heads just to stack stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I, again, I I mean, and I again, I I have my opinions on uh, my my thing is more about. Um, three things really um, reliability right so I don't really don't know really what you know replacing parts because I'm sorry you know nothing on that car that breaks is probably going to be a couple hundred bucks right that you can buy at a junkyard so it's like oh you yeah. need a motor it's like 14 grand I'm like sure no problem I just we just fart $14,000 out of my pocket sure no problem right oh, yeah. eventually it'll be out of warranty and everybody's like oh the warranty's great I said yeah every car I mean Hyundai offers a hundred thousand mile power trip right so great but what happens yeah. if your your Tesla's at 213 184 you can get an extended warranty. Mm. Well, maybe theirs is better. I don't know. But like I said, so reliability mm. over the long term, right? We we don't really know. Yeah. Second thing is charging speed. I mean, if I could charge mm. just as fast as an ICE vehicle, that'd be great. I mean, if I can get oh, in yeah. and out in maybe five to 10 minutes, cool. Like mm -hmm. that makes it a lot better. And oh, really yeah. the third thing is, is going to be just, just the, the, the availability of chargers and like the range, right? So again, the range yeah. gets negated if you can charge quickly. That's the beauty of an ICE vehicle, right? You go to a exactly. gas station. You might be in in five minutes, you get a pump, you're good to go, you're on the trip, right? Yeah. Well, I always tell people what would be smart is if you go to the grocery store, you know, you always park in a parking lot, they have like light standards. If they had chargers built into the light standards, so while you're mm -hmm. in getting groceries, just little micro charges, right? Like you do with your phone almost, right? You, yeah. you plug in, you just walk around, right? You're going to be in the store maybe 25, 30 minutes to get your groceries for the week or whatever. Yeah. And you go in, while you're there, just kind of boop, plug it right into the standard real quick mm -hmm. while you're there. You know, and yeah. then you get these little, maybe it only gives you 30 miles, 40 miles. It's cool. But once the battery mm. technology, charging speed, because I don't think you're going to get, I don't think you're going to get much range, right? Because really, what's an ice vehicle? Yeah. Maybe 400, if so, if you got a normal one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for a person like me, I mean, it's, I have to drive, you know, 47 miles to work. That's my, you know, commute mm -hmm. one day. So, and then I live in a rural area. So nothing is really five minutes away. It's not an inside the town car. So for me, yeah. And a lot of people who live in like Missouri, I don't know about you know, like Joe doesn't know, but the United States isn't exactly a small place. Missouri yeah. is four hours really? from side to side. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's small, right? So it's just that's the, that if they can overcome those obstacles, then mm -hmm. then it becomes maybe more also. But I like manual transmissions and I like VA growl. Sorry, I just I'm that guy. I mean, I the the fact no, that they're I making mean, the they're gonna make the challenger and they go, okay, we're gonna put a gearbox in it. You're not going to put a gearbox in it and a shifter because there's no gears. It's electric motors. Let's just okay. Well, we're going to make this sound where it sounds like a V8 and it's going to have this growl. Like, that. please let's not do that. Just, let's right, just... Talking of gears, guys, should we shift gear? Because I hate talking about Teslas for too long. All right, sorry. Right. So, Joe, <laughs> what, what you, what, what, let's let's talk about Ian, the good stuff. I want to know how your channel came about. Like, what what made you think? Oh, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Like, what, what got you into doing it? You know, it's funny. It's funny when you guys were, were talking about like the origin. I, I honestly, like, I can't even go back to. So I've had my channel for a long time. I've had my channel since 2007. Mm. Um, and it's funny, like if you go back to some of my oldest videos, I had tried to do like, you know, 
the tech thing a long time ago. And I have a video of me like opening an iPhone four. That's how old I am. If you know, anyway, uh, <laughs> I have a video of that. And then one, I think it was like 2019 or 2020. I just like, I was like, you know, let me start doing this. And I had like, uh, I had like older phones and I was like, let me make some videos on this. And I think that was just where, and the funny thing is, I still want to do that. I still want to just make videos on older phones just because oh, okay. I think that's just, I think that's more interesting to me because you've seen this progression throughout the last, you know, 10, 20 years. And it's amazing how far we've come, you know, yeah. uh, right. just in such a short time. Um, and who would have thought we'd have an iPhone with USB-C? That's what, that's, you can thank the EU for that. Cause if yes. it wasn't for the EU, <laughs> And I'm not a big, huge, and anyway, I said, I mentioned this before in the, one of the other shows, like I'm not a big fan of government, you know, regulation and oversight. And I, I just think it's kind of over, but man, the EU pretty much kicked Apple right in the side of the head. They're like, yep. oh yeah. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> USB-C standard on an iPhone, you can absolutely thank the EU. Cause if it wasn't for their in intervention, we would not have it. There's just no way. Not. Yeah. yeah and then, I'm, so thank you EU for getting Apple to kind of bend <laughs> the knee a bit. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. So, so in July. Guess, so is it all you like revisiting right, guess... them? Go on, Sam. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. So, do you? So, I guess that's there's a there's a thing there. Do you think that what is it? Because you think maybe old people have older phones, or are people more nostalgic? They just kind of like, oh yeah, I remember when I had a a such and such an HCC whatever an, an M8, or I had an old iPhone six that I really yeah. really liked. I'm just kind of like nostalgic <laughs> about it. Or yeah. do you think maybe people still might be rocking those phones, or maybe? Not old, but like you know, the S10, S9 kind of stuff. Like, I'm curious what the angle is on, on that because I think it's a good idea. What, yeah, what's funny is is um, I think more so for the nostalgic uh, part of it. But the funny thing yeah. is I've learned that there are people out there that are still using, you know, phones. Like, uh, so I'm also in the Navy Reserve. So um, okay, cool. I had a couple I had a couple people in my unit. And one thing I was curious about, I just asked people, I said, what phone do you use? Because just out of curiosity, I feel bad because I'm like using the latest and greatest. But I was curious what everybody else used, and I had people in there. Uh, someone had an S10, someone had an, an S9. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of S10s about. Yeah, two two people with an iPhone Seven. I was Whoa. shocked because I thought wow. it was an SE. I said, "Hey, what do you what are you mm. using?" He says, "Oh yeah, I have an iPhone Seven. I got it in 2017, and I'm still using it." I'm like, "What? What's happening yeah. right now?" Well, also, yeah. I, had a, I had a coworker that was using an S8 Active still. She, it was still, it was, wow. a, it, yeah. People. I mean, she's like, it's getting a little old though. I said, yeah, you think so? It's getting a little dodgy. I'm like, oh, I can imagine, but she it's loved like, it. I charge it every hour. Thing, yeah, but the but the funny thing about the Active is, I actually bought the S6 Active and an S7 Active, and I made a video on that, and people love those because they oh yeah, she the loved hell out of them. Well, yeah, because yeah, then she didn't the put a case, it. and it was like, and she just liked the mm. way, she just liked the, the ergonomics <laughs> of it. It was a little chunky, yeah. but she said once she got used to it, she, I mean, she was mad when I told her that, that Samsung is not making the actives anymore, because she was looking yes. to upgrade that phone to something maybe like an S10 active, and I was like, well, they, they yeah. aren't. They don't make it. She's like, that sucks, man. I love that yeah. phone. I go, yeah. People had those actives really, really enjoyed them. Oh, yeah, and, and it was funny. I, I got comments and people saying, hey, uh, what do you recommend? What is something newer that I can get now? And sadly enough, Samsung was the only one making a uh, an active type of rugged phone that had flagship specs. And right, it's yeah. a very it's a very small niche, but I honestly think Samsung should do it again because now the only thing they make is kind of like a mid range that's a rugged phone. Um, right. But people are not happy with that. They want to still have 
you know, the flagship specs, the nice camera, and have it in just a rugged body. And I, I oh yeah, can, can you imagine like an S twenty four, like a like a standard S twenty four and an S twenty four active? I yeah. think they, I think they, I know maybe they wouldn't sell millions of them, but I, I do think no. that you're right. I think that's a, that's a, that's a segment that I think people would really, especially if they could lean into oh, yeah. some of the market and say, Hey, look, you're tired of getting cases. No problem. Mm-hmm. You're tired of losing your phone and dropping and cracking a screen. Well, guess what? You can yeah. throw this thing down a flight of stairs and it's fine. Just dust <laughs> it off. Right. And then people exactly. would be like, you know, especially because I mean, how many, and I always make the joke with iPhone users like, so did you buy the cracked? pre-cracked version they always come cracked right? the back glass is cracked the front glass is cracked right it's every young yeah. person at my job that i, I work a uh, second job and uh they all have these iphones and sure shit there's always a cracked back screen cracked corner yeah, dude, they still hold better value than android devices <laughs> yeah, it's terrible i know but it's just like i always laugh i go did, that, did you buy it cracked like that does it come cracked yeah. and they're like oh no i dropped it great c right it's so funny they all, one of the, one of the they all have cases on them too so it's like oh yeah. well then i guess what happens? I guess. Well, I drop it a lot. I go. Well, I guess if you drop it four times a week, I guess you're gonna crack it eventually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, one one of the commenters here said the iPhone four holds a very special in my a special place in my heart. And what's funny is, as you mentioned, um, you mentioned the people with the cracked phones. The iPhone four and four S. When I saw people at work with those, always, always cracked backs or always cracked on the front. And oh, I right. mean, there were people with <laughs> chunks of glass missing from the earpiece, and I'm like, you hold that to your ear. You no, they're just yeah. like they kind of they kind of put it right track. here. Yeah, yes. just to puzzle that they just basically take a piece of like scotch tape and then just cut out the ear hole. It's like yeah, yeah. it's fine. It'll be. I just glue it together. That's fine. <laughs> but I mean, those those. I mean, they were. I guess they were resilient even with their cracked screens. They still work fine. They just. I always saw those broken for some reason. Yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter's in the chat. I haven't seen in a while. Gabe, okay. I'm glad he's decided to swing on by. I know he's been busy. So uh, probably the active phones as they are being RMA more often than a classic phone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And like I said, I get, and and again, I think also too, that's interesting. And and that may be so, but also too, I just think it's, you know, it's, it's a smaller kind of market, right? For active people kind of thing. I I think instead of leveraging as far as a wilderness, like activity phone or hiking phone, more about the fact that you can just buy the phone and know that it's not going to break. It's not going to shatter. You don't need a case and you're good. I think you, you lean more into that, but I don't think you're ever going to get, you're not going to get a lot of sales on that, which is kind of probably what, that's the shame too, because I think that's all these companies care about. Which I understand that that's the motivating factor is it's a profit margin, right? It has to be profitable to to do all the R and D and everything else. But I don't know. It just seems like it, a lot of customers are not being serviced with those niche kind of products. We're all kind of mainstreaming it now, and then everybody yeah. just has mm-hmm. to kind of sit around that campfire instead of having the niche devices like for Sony's, right? You got you know people who yeah. are really into cameras and want to get into the Alpha exactly. series and really get crazy active series mm-hmm. phones. People like me who have duos and foldables, right, and kind of. That maybe want something that's not exactly, you know, right down the, the you know, belt high, middle high fastball. Sorry, Joe, it's a baseball reference. You don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. It's all right. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I'm trying to get Joe up to speed. We're both, we're doing a culture exchange. I'm learning about, you know, the premiership. <laughs> yeah, I know curveballs and fastballs. It's all good. He'll send me these videos like, here's a baseball player. Like, that's a great play. I'm like, this guy's getting, I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that's baseball. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad he's, he's sending these videos. He's so great. I love Joe. He's, 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 he's He's becoming a little bit of an American sports guy, just a tad. Yeah, I have a little <laughs> I, look. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> so I guess. Uh, so have you decided what you're gonna how you're gonna start? Has you have you started that on your channel? As far as like older, I know you're in the case kind of mode, which again, I, I know it's an underserved category, but I actually think it has a yeah. lot of value because everybody gets a case. Well, um, you know, yeah. not everybody. Gosh darn near everybody, right? No. Yeah, I know. I know a certain person in the chat that just uh, so. Uh, 
NTFTW, that's Michael. He's yeah. a modern day active, wouldn't last more than three days with me. That's very true. If you've ever seen him with any phone, <laughs> I, I swear, I don't know how he does it, but he goes caseless and uh, he's the only person I know that can scratch a phone within like a day. Um, wow. But yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there's another guy, Mike Specs Weinbach. Apparently, he's always about like break, breaking phones and cracking phones. Yeah. And, yeah. He oh, breaks yeah, pretty yeah. easy. I mean, so I, 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 there are people, I guess he's not probably alone. There's people that probably wind up like damaging or scratching it or getting chunks taken out of it or whatever. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No cases ever. I, I, I mean, well, yeah. my and duo, my duo has never had a case. I mean, because I had, it comes with a bumper and it's terrible on the original. So I'd love to do it, right? I'd love to. bumper is just. <laughs> it's garbage. It was just garbage, yeah. and I tried it. And I still have it. I just like I had it for a couple of weeks, and I was like, okay, just throw it. Off. Sam, the now, Duo Two no. bumper's not as thick, is it? No, and it doesn't. Well, and also too, it was just it was totally on the edge, so there was not because oh, okay. on the Duo One bumper, it had on the back, it had like a little kind of a rubber. It's a beast. Yeah, it's, I've not and used it, it. And you went to shut it. Well, the problem was the phone because also it was the software was not very great. But when you try to close it, it wouldn't know if it was closed or not. And so the, the, the mm. dual screen switching would get funky. It like wouldn't work all the way because it wasn't totally closed. Yeah, and yeah. it just got it was rubber and it was kind of like it thing sucks. So I just pulled oh, it. Sam, off. this is a good segue actually, in what I wanted to speak to Ian about next. Um What's he's that? got a OnePlus open. Right. Which you was interested in buying yourself. Well, oh, I tried to. I couldn't. I couldn't complete the damn sale because OnePlus <laughs> wouldn't take my payment. It was kept saying your payment is. Well, invalid. we can get on. We can get on your experience with OnePlus as well, Ian, can't we? But, right. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about uh, the yeah. phone first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I, so, well, I, I originally got it for a good deal. So, had they accepted my trade in, I did like a trade in plus an mm. education discount, and it was like wildly low, like two fifty, and I was like, okay, that's amazing. Of course, I'm going to buy this. Right. But now yep. I'm going to have to pay whatever <laughs> didn't get covered by this trade-in um the 300 dollars yeah, i mean huh? well actually i don't know uh, when i was trying to do my one plus 10 pro they were giving me 480 for the trade so i it's it's probably at, at least that first day i don't know and i didn't have anything yeah. else going on so but i mean how much were they for the 11 how much were they offering for the trade? it was it, probably pretty good i was it was three or four hundred dollars and they were doing a oh. bonus so they gave like a bonus and then some extra money off um and i didn't even know about the deal mm. until drew told me drew uh drew is our king of deals uh he just finds out <laughs> he finds stuff i will never ever know exists and i'm like how did you wow. find that and how did you get that within the five minute window that it was there like he's <laughs> awesome with deals um so I, I jumped on it i got it and it was 247 out the door and i was like Holy why would cow. you not want to get that you know <laughs> that's uh, just crazy now, even if it was like 500 it would have been a no-brainer but at 250 yeah. it's like I mean, I'll buy three. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a really good deal. And um, now the, the funniest thing is uh, I ordered this before. So Joe and I went to the Snapdragon summit and right. I ordered this before that. And the only thing that was disappointing was the fact that it came with the gen two in the gen three was just announced. And then I, tried. Yeah, I, have, right. to, I have to remember <laughs> that it takes them a while to actually get these in the pipeline and put them in. Right. But, you know, as soon as the new thing comes out, you're like, I want the new one in this. <laughs> So, but overall, I mean, the phone is, the phone is great. Um, this, the inner screen blew me away just because of the, it's got kind of like this anti-glare. Uh, I don't know if it's a screen protector or a coating on it. Um, right. and just whatever they did with the hinge, the fact that it's so much flatter than what you see in the other foldables. I think they did a really good job. Um, okay. now of course I've seen people on Twitter having issues with the screen where it's going black in certain places, but I feel like, I don't know if that's uncommon common but for the time i've had it mine's been great i've had no really no real issues with it um overall i mean it's a it's a beautiful phone and then 
Joe, did you get a chance to see Aaliyah's Oppo version of that? Very briefly. I wanted to get hands on, but I only saw it briefly. Yeah, uh, yeah it I've, nice, I've heard. I've heard they're. Pre- I mean, I've heard they're essentially identical, really, as far as mm. build quality, as far oh, yeah, as like, the hardware wise. I, I think that you, unless you looked at them and you, I think they're supposed to be exactly spot on. I mean, identical yeah. is what I've been told. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it looks. It. It looks great. I also like the fact that I do like the fact how they handled the multitasking where it's kind of like this kind of a panel. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting, like I saw that. I was like, wow. Okay. So, you know, I was coming from like the duo, right. And having flips and having folds mm-hmm. for a person who's kind of into the foldable and multitasking before everybody else did. Cause I was one of them, like me and about 300 other people bought a duo. Apparently this is kind of <laughs> how it went, but uh, I, I liked how they, how they did it. How has that been? I mean, from just looking at like how people are using that, it looked pretty like a kind of a unique way of doing multitasking in practice. Does it work for you? Does it not work for you? Like, I was just curious. I saw that. And I was curious. Somebody's actually used the phone. Do they, how does that actually work in practice and is actually usability wise? I mean, it, it works pretty well. Um, I haven't really had any issue with it, but I mean, uh, I usually don't, I only do usually do like two, uh, two apps side by side, so I don't really do like three or four or anything like that. So, but for my usage, I mean, if I if I want to have two things open at the same time, I will. But um, I guess I just usually when I'm using it, if I want to see something bigger, I'll just have one app open on the right. main screen. Um, but really, just two apps. But I mean, it's really it's it's intuitive. It works well. Um, I had I haven't really had any you know issues with it, but it's it's pretty good. Cool. And, uh, and so was, is this your first, uh, foray into the foldables? Did you have any, any flips or folds or was this their, your first one? I, I guess my, I'm curious, is this your first foldable? So no, so this will be, um, so I did, I did try out a Z fold two. That's the last one I, I really had some time with and I was really impressed with that. Um, but I didn't have enough time. I, don't, I didn't actually like have it for enough time to actually like use it, you know, as a oh, daily. Um, gotcha. but the, the other foldables I have, I, so the Z Flip 5, I did buy one of those, um, and then I actually had that during the summit. Um, and I was actually really pleased with that, and I see why people like it. Um, oh, he said, it's a lot better than the Pixel Fold, Fold 5, and like better than the Duos. Yeah, and, and I don't know, and it, I guess I have to try them out. I don't want to dismiss any of the other ones before I, you know, actually, I actually try it and see the differences yes. between them. But, I mean, from my impression of having it for the past month or so, I think it's a great phone. The Open is awesome. And the camera's actually pretty good. I was pretty impressed with that, too. I feel like Samsung still has the upper hand when it comes to, like, cameras. I know Pixel, obviously, they're really mm-hmm. good with their cameras as well. Um, but, like, the Z Flip 5 uh, definitely is one of my favorites out of these. Yeah, you I seem just, to enjoy it in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I just I couldn't believe it. The only thing, the battery life is trash. It's right. absolute garbage. Um, yeah. So I have a, really really I just a Razer Plus recently, and that, that's the, the only thing I can really say about it is, one, it's um, well, also, when I when I open it up, it doesn't feel as smooth. You can tell, like, the hinge has definitely got some, I don't want to say creaky, because that's really not an appropriate way to describe <laughs> it. But it definitely doesn't feel as smooth as, like, the Flip 5. I, I love Moto, and I like I like their UI. But, yeah, I agree. The, the battery life is pretty uh, – it's, it's – it's again, it's never been a problem for me, because I'm always access to a charger, and I'm okay with, you know, that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're gonna try to pound that thing pretty hard as far as usage, and you're like taking pictures, yeah. and you're on, you're gonna you're gonna smoke that battery pretty quick. It's 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 not it's not great. It was not so. I mean, for example, uh, you know, uh, when when the second day that Joe and I were at the summit, I I was using that to tweet and take pictures and stuff of all the slides and everything, and I was going pretty hard on it. Uh, I killed that thing in three hours. So <laughs> it was <laughs> it did not yeah. it did not like that. <laughs> 
Um, but I mean, the good thing was it maintained the performance. It kept the performance the whole time. Yeah. The camera. I, I just, the things I wish, I guess it, it's something that probably won't happen again, but you know, we, some people talk about they wanted the compact phones and the more and more I use smaller phones, the more I miss having a tiny, you know, a smaller device because it's so much more yeah. pocketable. You know, you, you don't have this big pro max or, you know, seven inch device in your, in your pocket. And the thing that sucks about it is you're not going to have the best cameras. You're not going to have the best battery. You're compromising speakers. You have that smaller form factor. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's the problem too, is it's, it's, it's always that they don't compromise. offer. Them. It's the compromise part that really, mm -hmm. if, and I realize there has to be a, you know, obviously it's a smaller form factor. So you can't have yeah. the same size battery, but I yeah. think when it comes to the camera module, unless the camera module is so much more big in the chassis that it won't fit. I don't really think you should have to compromise. As much as you are now, I think it just yeah. seems like it's really just a kick in the gut, really, as far as like, because yeah. I figured, well, if you want a smaller phone, you don't really care about having the best and the greatest. So yeah, you'll yeah. you'll be fine with it. I think that's the attitude, and I just don't think that's the approach. I think that's a bad. I think it's a bad look. For yeah. See, that's the thing for me, though. I want companies to sort of start looking at efficiency of chipsets uh, and mm -hmm. battery tech. That's what I want them to start looking at, but they still continue with the actual cameras. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you guys got hands and you guys got hands on the gen three. So I, I guess mm. we are now the phones are now starting to roll out, right? We saw the yeah, I guess their other phones are coming out. I guess the IQ was is the first really one that's coming out. So yeah, that's pretty cool I, that yeah. one, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and again, it's but again, for for if you're in the UK or the Europe or in Asia, that's that's an option for you, right? But I mean, who you can't go and buy an IQ, and I mean, it's like you know what I mean for Americans, yeah. it really and 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 somebody had made, and I think Jason W had asked a question, I really didn't answer it properly. He's asking like, is Samsung and and Google trying to stop Chinese phones from being in the, in the U.S. marketplace? <laughs> and I said no. What's stopping those is the is Apple, because I'm telling you, in look look at your next. 15 to 24 year olds those are your next consumers none of yep. them are using android none yep. i mean damn near zero it's like eight out of ten percent. <laughs> it's it's and i understand what's coming from you know but again it's one of those things that i don't think it's and also well huawei's in a different focus they're on the entity list so that's just a whole different bag altogether you know oppo mm -hmm. xiaomi all those companies aren't huawei's literally on an entity list so they're screwed mm -hmm. all the way from from the jump but i don't yeah. i don't think it's i don't think it's google and samsung Obviously, they don't want them to be popular. I think it's just most Americans are are switching to Apple iOS. They're going to iOS. It's just going to mm -hmm. happen. And in ten years, it's yeah. going to be worse. It's going to be over seventy probably. So, yeah. what? How do you feel about that? I mean, I do you use? I mean, it looks like you have. It looks like those Apple AirPods Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AirPods. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, and we, we don't care. We're not. We're not hate on anybody here. We love everything as long as you're using tech. We're good with it. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? Is as, as maybe a person who not only as a contractor, but maybe bridges the gap between using Android and iOS and sees the benefits more than a regular person yeah. would. How do, how do you feel about what, what's, what's at least in the U.S. market, what it looks like is coming down yeah. the pipe as far as trajectory? I really, I really think that, I mean, you're spot on with it. Uh, I think, I think what's happening is that, you know, uh, we come from a generation where before all these smartphones, we had plenty of choice. There were a bunch of brands out there and everybody would just go with what worked for them. You know, you would go for whatever worked for you. And then now you're kind of at the point where we only have two major operating systems. You have iOS and you have Android. That's it. Um, you know, mm -hmm. Windows Phone is gone with the win. Right. And nobody's tried to make anything new in the past, what, you know, however many years. Uh, right. And so we're kind of – and then the other thing that I think is happening is that uh, we're having kids. And those kids are being exposed to the first phone that maybe their parents had. 
And then if their parents give them that phone, then they're going to go, oh, you know, that's what I like. That works for me. And then they get them stuck in the ecosystem. The ecosystem, I think, is really what's getting it. When you start right. in the Apple ecosystem, it's hard to get out. You get the MacBook, you get the iPhone, you get the AirPods, and they all work together seamlessly. Everything is great. Right. And I think that's one thing Snapdragon is trying to improve, which is great. You know, that we learned about Snapdragon Seamless and um, a couple of other things. And I think that right. those those improvements with the new chips will definitely make a difference. Because if you can get something to work, if you can get multiple devices that are different, laptop, phone, headphones, what have you, working together, and it's it's something that you don't have to pay attention to, people mm -hmm. will be more, you know, not to say we're, we're lazy. We want things to work. We don't want to have to go into the Bluetooth mm -hmm. settings and change the change your headphones or, oh, I have to re repair them because they're not, you know, they're not connecting, whatever. You want it to just work. You want to just people are scared to go in settings. Device. People were actually scared to go in their settings. I experience <laughs> it at work all the time. Really? Um, well, I guess they're afraid to set the mess. They click on something they don't really know, and then all of a sudden they get back yeah. out of the settings, and now they're like, okay, now it's it's I can't see. It's broken. It's what, and then they're they're stuck with it. Yeah, they're really. Sam, do you know how many people put accessibility features on by accident? Um, probably. And I, have, darn I have to turn them off I, for them because they don't know I'd how. Say, about half, about half. I would think half the people probably do. I mean, as far yeah, as so many people. And, and and I and I also think too is and and to your point, and I agree 100 percent with with the ecosystem and everything else. But I think there's also a social component and a, and and actually a peer pressure component now that is now, yes. which is I think is just well, it's great marketing by Apple, but as you can see now, oh, yeah. it's it's not just ecosystem because I don't think everybody who's in high school is going, yeah, man, my ecosystem's great and I can just let. That. They're thinking, oh, you're a blue bubble, green bubble. You have yeah. an iPhone. You're a peasant, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 mm -hmm. it's the stigma it's it's become now yeah. stigmatized that if you have people got shut device, down right uh, yeah and then <laughs> yeah, wow yeah. I, and, and i tried that and everybody's like why would you pay two dollars a month i said because my wife well first of all i didn't tell her it's happened i saw the beeper mini i was on my camping trip and i said like, oh that's kind of mm -hmm. cool i was reading twitter and i i clicked yeah. on it and I, I installed it and i she goes did you take your bank because my my bank device is was an iphone mm -hmm. i said no she's like why do i see blue bubbles i was like well because and i told her and she's like that's cool oh, and of course and i said but then i was reading it's like oh it's a it's a python exploit i'm like oh well that's good they're gonna shut that shit down in a heartbeat it's gonna be they're gonna stop oh yeah so. yeah right oh, it's yeah, just yeah. like when they when well it's just like when um on windows phone remember we used to have um rudy went rudy win we used to do like uh three snap and three you had all those like uh third-party clients mm -hmm. for snapchat and everything and yeah, instagram yeah. three tech mm -hmm. and they basically shut down any api third-party shit i'm like it's the same oh, thing yeah. i was like oh as soon as apple finds out they're using a python exploit they're gonna fucking shut it down I think Beep has been yeah. going on for a long time now. It's well, just all of a sudden got yeah. rich I think it was so the mini. Why. The mini is yeah. what kind of got out the traction. And then yeah. Apple said, oh, well, now somebody said that they're using a Python exploit to access. I, I went, like, the I, iOS is going to pass. <laughs> Apple's going to pass that yeah. in a heartbeat. And so I told her, I said, well, yeah, of course. go ahead and change back to SMS. And I'm just going to, okay, that's, uh, that was great. Nice knowing you. What does that like prove, though? What does that prove from Apple? Well, what does that, what it, does that make you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what Ian thinks because I have my own opinion, well, but I'm curious. Let's, well, let, let's I mean, let our guests decide. <laughs> that was probably a big security issue on their end that they should yeah. have had open in the first place. But uh, you know, but hey, everybody, they're so secure. Uh, so that was on <laughs> that was on their end. But um, the funny thing is, I mean, I, I don't know if I don't know if people on Android really want to use iMessage just because you know it's there. But the fact that everybody on iPhone and just the experience is so different between the two. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that people want it to be the same. And I hope mm. when RCS comes on board with iOS 18, that will change some things a little bit. Hopefully that'll yeah. make things a lot better. Um, 
I don't know that 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 will convince people to go to Android. Um, but I feel like that is it is really a sticking point. iMessage yep. is really a sticking point for people. Um, right. And it is, and like you said, like the stigma. Uh, I think it's crazy that it, people just believe that they're above somebody because of the phone that they have. That's wild to me. But yeah. I mean, high school, I expect it. People in high school, we we all got bullied in school. I'm pretty sure at one point. <laughs> right, exactly. Especially if you say, look, I've got uh, this foldable. That costs a lot more than your Pro Max. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but it doesn't have iMessage. So you're, yeah, so you're yeah, a peasant. Exactly. But it's a you know? higher end phone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, but, exactly. Right, and and but I, again, that and that goes to show you that they really don't care the fact that it has a different no. functionality. It really doesn't right. matter. It's because, nope. again, it, it's it's literally they've been it's been it's been programming is not right, but um, it's been mm-hmm. kind of like it's it's become kind of a thing where it's like you know, hey, if you have an iPhone, and I mean, I look at work. If I you mean, have an just, iPhone, you're cool. Get, Go yeah right. It's it's become yeah. you're you're the in crowd right. You become it's yeah. it's like the kid who had, almost like you had like sw- and I'm old so this is going to be an old reference but Swatch watches right. When I was a kid when I was in school they had Swatch right. Everybody had a Swatch yeah. and I of course my mom's like I'm not spending eighty five dollars for a watch. You're fucking crazy especially for you got I got a I got an eight dollar Casio right because it's cool yeah. And then they had little calculator so I thought I was cool because I could have a calculator on my phone but I didn't have a Swatch watch mm-hmm. and everybody made fun of me because it's like well you don't have a swatch watch and you don't have, you know, it's like, no, my mom doesn't want to spend $85 on a phone. Or, I mean, a watch, yeah. it tells time, but this one's got like a calculator. Like, but who gives a shit? It's not cool. Casio could do loads more, but right. it, it, it wasn't it a swatch. <laughs> it, did, it didn't matter that it could do much more. And that's mm. the same. It's, it's analogous to what we have now. Kids that have iPhones Sad. don't care that it has, you can ready for it, Dex, and you can foldable and you can have a tablet. They don't give a shit about none of that. They, they the, only time anyway. they, the only time they will care is if if iOS comes out with like an iFold, then mm. it's over. I told people foldables become mainstream. It's not going to happen though, Sam. No, they don't have happen. to because they. Well, no. it, it may happen. Just I don't think so. I tell you but, why it's not going to happen because they want you to continue buying iPads. <laughs> right, oh and, yeah, that would that would eat into their yeah yeah. And no. see, and, but I but I and this is my only counterpoint. If it were Android, I would agree. This is Apple. They buy every Apple thing, even if it overlaps. Mm, it doesn't maybe. matter if it overlaps. You got AirPods, you got earbuds, you got the iMac, you got the iPad, you got the it doesn't matter. If if they're told you can you don't have to carry the big ass iPad. <laughs> no, that's that's I'm telling you, if Cupertino tells them that this is what yeah. we're doing, this is what we're doing. Because you're trapped now. And see, that's the beauty, yeah. that's the beauty and the curse of it, right? If they decide to make a change. When they were getting rid of the headphone jack, they didn't give a shit what their customers thought. We're done with the headphone jack. You're going to and have that's to- that's a good point, Sam, the trapped thing. And that's what I get from the whole beeper thing as well. They don't want open messaging. They don't no. want it. No. Well, and they, well, and here's the no. thing. And to, be, and to be fair, and I agree with this, if, if beeper mini was using a, a, an exploit and using, that needs to be shut down. And I don't yeah. give a shit with anybody. And don't even get in that story because if you know, Ian's an IT guy, I work in IT security too as well. I'm telling you, you don't want to find out that your I, your your application is being circumvented with a Python hack or a Bash script. You don't want that. That has got <laughs> yeah. to be shut down. And I thought, and I didn't know because I'm like, obviously, clearly, if it's using iMessage, it's clearly going to use some kind of exploit or a workaround, right? Yeah. Nobody who's an IT security professional is going to be like, oh yeah, that fuck them. It's Apple's. So they should just get exploited and piss on them. No, no, no. That's not how this goes, right? So once I, I mean, it's funny when I read that somebody was saying that it was a Python exploit, I was like, okay, well, I first of all, 
Apple's going to shut it down and they absolutely should shut it down because that's not something you want. Because if you can do that, then what else can you do? Right. That's why they were really hacky against, you know, remember we used to jailbreak your phones. iOS used to patch them. People would find a way around the exploit. Right. And they kind of, you don't want to have applications and your, you don't want your, your, your stuff being hacked. It's just not cool. Even if it's worked around. Yeah. So I get it, but I agree with you, but that's the problem is iOS is not going to let you get out. So when, when they decide that they're ready for a foldable, then that that's the I say the good housekeeping seal of approval, right? That's when you know foldables yeah. have a have ascended into the the realm of because then people buy them like crazy and they go, look at my my iPhone folds. You're like, yeah, well this thing's been folding for. So folding Peter for makes a good point. <laughs> Peter makes a good point though. Like yeah. uh, 15 years ago, we didn't think BlackBerry was going to go. <laughs> Very true. Right. Look, yeah. Right. Yeah. And stat and again that goes to status quo, right? If the status quo mm -hmm. is maintained. But again, we don't know. I mean, maybe something comes along. And what do you, do you honestly think that? Do you think there's another OS? Like, what can disrupt Apple at this point, really, other than other than self implosion or self inflicted wounds? Like, what do you think there can be anything else other than like the I think BBM? Be right? I think that's something big. So, like exploiting their security. So obviously, they they pride themselves on being very secure. So if their security right. was exploited uh, massively. That yeah, would but, turn a lot of people, but I think but that's what it would take. But do you think it's going to, yeah, or do you think that somebody's going to come up with a, a better operating system or a better approach to computing? Like, I, like what can really, I don't, I don't what think can so. Stop it? I don't think I don't so. Think I mean, so. No, I, I think. Unless it's advanced in AI, is, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah. The, the sad thing is, though, you know, I, I've seen people mention, you know, BlackBerry, and then someone mentioned the Palm Pre, and we're, and that goes back to WebOS. And the it's like the Wild West of like the 2010s when we had so many different options of operating systems uh but the problem was i think developers and you know people who, who make the applications they chose they chose these two these are the only two that are going to be here yeah um and, and that's kind of sad because you know with only two choices you know that's it i mean and apple you know apple really plays it safe with their designs they have not really changed too much in the right. last quite a few years so you know they, they play it safe i do like the fact that uh android manufacturers they they go crazy they make you know new stuff that's that's innovative and different uh you know like we all remember the lg wing that was a crazy oh, yeah. design i love like, that so phone I, I i i tell you right now if you take that in public and you would just go in front of somebody and just go they were like wow what yeah, the hell? like they I, and people would, would sit back and go <laughs> did your phone did it did that just break yeah. what the hell does that and you're like no it, it no it's supposed to it swivels and they're like yeah I mean, people like when I had my duo, I would take it out. And I was, I remember we were looking for a camper. And I was sitting there talking to the salesperson, and I'm, I, I just take my phone out because I was going to look at like, you know, camp parent. I just opened up. He's like, What, what, why is your phone? What is that? And I was like, Oh, and I showed him yeah. the super screens. He's like, But what the hell is that? It's like, you know, it's just, yeah. it, I mean, literally, I would watch people's minds like in front of me just get blown. And they were just like, yeah. What is that? Would they have that thing? I'm like, yeah, if you had Android, you'd you'd kind of know about this stuff, right? You get yeah. foldables and flippables and wingables and rollables and all sorts of crazy shit. Wingables, right? I love that. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but yeah, it just but I mean in your experience, that's why another thing why I don't like iOS is just it's so pedestrian. Yeah. It, 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 it just like, it oh. just it is it's I think the thing is it's bland, it's boring, but it works. It does the job. Right. And, and if you want something new and exciting, you have to go for Android. And I feel like it's not a bad idea to, to try it out and give it a, you know, give it a go. I mean, if you've had an iPhone for the past couple of years, 
try something different. I mean, the foldables, we have multiple choices out there now. You've got the compact flips, you know, the little flippy boys. You got a couple of things out there that are really, really cool. And, uh, and, and you know, the, the techie nerd part of me just loves all that stuff. That's, I think, yeah. and, and I, I, I hate, I know that I like both, but I don't want people to think that I'm just like biased toward one or the other. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, another thing, I'm stuck in this ecosystem too. So like, you know, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to use other stuff. I use other stuff all the time and I'm going to keep doing that. So, and, and I think that's, and I, and I, that's the only thing I tell people is with all the stuff is, you know, I understand that you have a workflow that works, but have an open mind because you may stumble across something exactly. that you might find that works better for you or differently. Exactly. For you. That's all I tell yeah. people. And it seems like on the Android side of the fence, most Android people, because there's so many different OEMs and different kinds of approaches, and they may have used a window phone at time or a Palm phone or a yes. Palm OS or uh, a BlackBerry, you know, they're, they're okay with like, Hey man, like I'm okay with if it's a different approach and it can get it to work. Fuck it. Let's go. Right. Uh, but yeah, that other side of the fence, that, that mindset has now become so pervasive that it's, it's, it's not just the device. It's not just your workflow. It's literally identifies with you and changing is yes. just not possible it's not because it doesn't work right it's because they're not even open to it they they're actually hostile towards it i'm like that's just like and i understand that that's how people are i know they're tribal however it's just again it's just it's both sides are not equal on that you know like both sides don't act in the same way it's a lot harder to get ios people to switch to android even if it's a superior product or workflow Mm -hmm. yeah it goes both ways i like go ahead joe it goes both ways i like um like I always say that I'm an Android guy, but I hadn't tried an iPhone for a long, long time. So I got one for my work phone now and it's confirmed that I'm an Android guy, <laughs> but I'm actually trying it now. Like you have to try it to actually have a proper opinion. I, right, so, and, I, yeah. and I think, Ian, I think you're in the right, but I think that's, we're in like company. Cause I think we're, we're both, we've used iOS and some people are, are a little bit more deeper in the weeds than we are. And they realize they are, but they're also open to open experiences and they don't want to yes. play both sides. Like, Hey, if you find tech that works and you're okay with an iPhone yeah. and that works for you and you just want to get the next iPhone, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Just realize that this isn't the only thing out there. And, yes. and at some point, if you want to go with what works and that, it, that's it. Hey man, mm-hmm. some people just want a car. They just want to get back and forth to work. They don't care about, they just want a Honda civic and they just yeah. want to drive civics because they like it. <laughs> They don't care about all the fancy dancy stuff, right? And then yeah. there's people like us who can appreciate. And then you have the then you have the partisans, the fanatics. People are like it's only Android and iOS sucks. And you're just if you had an iPhone, you're just <laughs> I, you're stupid and you're an idiot. And then the opposite side of that boat, you know, mm-hmm. like if you have an uh, Android, you're a peasant, you're basic. Don't be a yeah. fanboy. Yeah, don't yeah. be a to anyone to anyone. Yeah. You don't owe yeah. any brand anything. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And, that's it's curious that I think it's a good approach. I think you, you, you know, like that's mm, why we, we be open-minded. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, and one other thing I was just going to say, um, just like we were talking previously about like the Tesla and the EVs, I think that with phones too, if someone gets a bad first impression of a device, yeah, that can yeah. ruin it for the rest of them. So it, right. I would say too, if you've tried an Android device in the past and you had a bad experience, try something different, give it another yep. chance because, uh, you know, from five years ago, even, you know, things have changed quite a bit in that time. And I think that's the perk of technology. Things change, things improve, things get better. Um, and then of course you've seen all the innovation that there is out there. There's yeah. plenty of, I mean, 
there's a lot and of Drew just, just parrots your point. He said, you know, if you're, yeah. if you're comparing to the Android of 2008, trust me, this isn't your yeah. mom and dad's Android, right? It's gotten a lot yeah. better. Is it, exactly. is it better enough to make you switch? No, but maybe it's enough that, but if you're living on that, that bad experience and you're living in that, you know, mm-hmm. 2008, 2010, yeah, Android wasn't very good and neither was iOS. Yeah. Does anybody remember yeah. 3GS? Open that fucking thing up and try to use that <laughs> miserable ass thing. Pretty sure the 3GS didn't have an app store, right? The original iPhone didn't have an app store, right? Clearly we're, we've improved, right? And so people don't remember, mm-hmm. people don't remember yeah. those things. Like uh, the 3GS MMS was, that was not on until what I was, or iPhone OS three. Right. Uh, the app store came on the second iPhone. I mean, the iPhone was missing quite a few things when it came out. And then, right. you know, Android, when it came out, it was pretty fully featured for it being a new operating system. It had quite right. a few things, mm-hmm. but people kind of forget the history of, of how Apple did things. They waited. And then, I mean, do we not remember when iPod touches, you had to pay 10 bucks for an OS update? What kind of craziness was that? That's, right. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, and, and that, it's funny how that you know time heals all wounds, right? We kind of exactly. forget as as things kind of progress and like, oh, I did, and then you tell people they're like, oh, yeah, well, I don't care that you know, like it's like it doesn't matter if you're you're spitting facts, or you're talking truth, it's okay because that's not we don't care about that, right? It, it just yeah. again, it's it's for for those users, it just you know it, it works for them, and again. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to. I'm not trying to apostatize that. Like, if you're if you have an iPhone and it works for you, great. And then if you want to give it yeah. to your kids and they use an iPhone, great. But it's just it's just funny because nobody's going to use an iPhone. And I'm going to go, huh? Well, that's wild, right? But anytime yeah. I use the Duo or the Fold or the Flip, and you had it in front of them, watch people's reaction who don't understand that's a thing, and just watch mm-hmm. them. You'll they'll look like you're from another another planet. Like they'll think you're from some part in the future. Like, what? Did you just fold <laughs> flip in half? I go, yeah, it does. <laughs> Well, why would you want that? And then when you show them, well, I could do this and I can show you real quick, like 30 seconds, right? I can click on this and I can drag this over and I can just make app pairs and boom, they're like, that, that's just incredible. Like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> like I could, and then, funny, they'll acknowledge they could use that. Like I could really see myself using it. And then they say, if Apple ever makes one, then I'll try it. That's that's usually the next step. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the line. I'm yeah. Like, well, you might not see that. So it's, it's just interesting yeah. to see and you know, and like, these are the kind of conversations that we can have. And we see on Twitter that are just, I just, I just like watching the ones where people just go, I mean, like people like are pissed oh, yeah. off, losing oh, their yeah. shit, screaming at their keyboard, all cat, fuck you. you. I'm like, man, if that, <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't think it's that important really. I mean, I, I like, it's, no. I, I'm interested in this stuff and I like to have those debates with people about that. Some people just go completely like mental. They're like flipping mental, out man. and they're oh, screaming, yeah. calling you names. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it's just, it's a, it's a phone. It's, a phone. it's, it's cool. Like yeah. I didn't know that you're gonna be all up in your feelings, as the kids say, right? You're all up in your feelings. <laughs> I don't know. So you're down with the kids, Sam. I didn't know. Yeah, Riz and on cap and all that shit. Right, I'm in. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. I just, I just <laughs> I say the words. Clue. I don't really don't know what they mean. I just say the words because that's what the kids say. I kind of. Know. I, don't, I ain't got a clue, mate. So I can't comment. I have comment. no idea. I guess I have to have like a. Uh, I have to have like a, a Google translator. It's like, what's Riz? Yeah, man. Google needs to do that for me. Well, they do. They're apparently, Riz is in the dictionary. Yeah. Who yeah. Knew, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a dictionary. I don't know. The American dictionary or... Yeah, short for uh, charisma. There you go. So this, see? Ian knows what's <laughs> up. He's he's dialed in. He's tracking. He knows what's up. Yeah, Ian's oh, cool. He, he knows what he's at. Yeah. Right. And as, as opposed to me and you, Joe, we're, we're not cool, clearly. We're, we're past it, mate. We're past it. Hey. You know what? I'm two years from 50. I'm okay with being starting to be that old guy. I just don't want to be like that. Get off my lawn! Like, I don't want to be that guy, right? But um, I don't want to be that dude. But like it's, that. 
I already feel like yeah. That. These kids, <laughs> these fucking kids. I don't know. We had to like actually look stuff up in a Dewey Decimal System. These fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back in yeah. my day. Yeah. <laughs> uphill to school both ways in the snow, right? Just now, before so we go, time. though, like, talking of nostalgia, uh, Ian, what's been your favorite phone? Uh, not necessarily the best phone, in your opinion, but your favorite phone of like all time. Like one that's got a place up in, up in your ticker. In like, your heart, just yeah. Like, you just like every time it just makes you smile or just makes you feel good. Uh, it's a big question. <laughs> it, is a big, it is a big question. You know, sad, sadly enough, so... I, I won't say my first phone. So my first phone I got was a was an Ericsson. This is before Sony took over. So it was just Ericsson. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had an Ericsson. I can't remember the model number. I literally still have it in my closet. I don't have a charger for it. It's in beautiful. It's in beautiful condition. I've had it forever. Um, but the phone I, I had I had to ask my mom to get it for me was the um, it was a Nokia. I think fifty five sixty five. It was like the old chunky. You could change mm. the face plates on it. Oh um, it yeah. Had snakes. That was my. Oh, that was yeah. My I, yeah. I love that thing. Um, and funny enough, um, if you don't mind me stepping away no, for a second. please. If you got some, yeah, this is a great part. If you yeah, got something, that'd be cool. Seconds. Hang on. I love talking about old phones. <laughs> we should we should, we should, have done the what's in your drawer. That would have been a good segment here. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. And I probably showed <laughs> this on one of my streams before, too. I bought this like cool. three years ago. Uh, it's still new in box. Oh, oh my wow. God. <laughs> old track phone. Dude, yeah. that's baller. Oh, man. I had <laughs> yeah, that so, one. Uh, so, but that, this was the phone I wanted so bad. I wanted this so bad, um, and I got it. Uh, but I just don't have my original one. But I bought this new in box, and I just that's, that's cool. I love it's that. It's so funny. I actually have the little accessory kit that came with this. Don't judge me. Um, oh, <laughs> but that's cool. Uh, yeah, 2003, I think, is what it says on the back oh. here. 2003 up there. But yeah, the, remember better. the little card you had to get for this thing, and just oh yeah, it. yeah, the prepaid version. Dude, anyway. Did you change the aerial yeah, on that? <laughs> you can change the aerial on that as well. It screws off, doesn't it? Yeah, that one screws off. So I remember the first yeah. generation of this. Uh, they had one where it would pull out, and then they changed it to just the short, stocky one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just remember the face plates and the different buttons you could get for it, and that was just one of those things. I would that was really cool to me. See, uh, and he, Ian, Ian Drew knows. On you. Drew knows. Yeah, and Drew knows. He's like, yeah, basically he goes in that closet. He's like, you know, like little shop of horrors, right? He's always got some shit in there. It's I have good. so many phones. It's, well, it's what's a problem. We used to do a segment called "What's in Your Drawer," so we would just basically on yeah. camera. I would just like that junk drawer and just you know shit. <laughs> I just pull out the drawer and go, "What's in this drawer?" And I go, "Oh, I got this." And oh, actually, I, I do it because it's kind of cathartic. Because then I remember, oh, I, I stuck this in there like six months ago. Oh shit. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, so that's okay. You've got a closet. We have a drawer. So you know, any good tech person is going to have. A, a repository of old tech and wires and stuff they just threw in there and they don't have they know what they ever needed so. and the cables and it's so funny oh. they had the meme they had the meme of that that, that you're going to collect cables in, you know whenever and i started collecting cables <laughs> and i have them all with little labels and everything i'm like yeah hdmi cables charging cables whatever i have cables do i ever use them no they're just there they're just Suck there. And, cable guy. and of course you <laughs> has to has to touch me right here on the ticker right the the, the windows yes. let me up oh, dude i i still have my 1520 and i'm never letting that and even if it dies and like doesn't come on anymore i'm still keeping the chassis i need to get I, one i need to try one dude, it's, i missed out I had so much fun with that Windows phone, and it was back in the day. I had the the Hulk green one, and that was in the day when all the phones were still like four point seven, and like maybe it was five inches at the biggest. And you got this yes. big ass polycarbonate phone. People were like Jesus Christ, that's the biggest phone I've ever seen, and it was. It was just <laughs> huge, right? 
and I just remember walking yep. around and thinking, just I mean, I thought it was such a baller, and I just loved Windows. I mean, I still to this day. I mean, if the I, thing, I the thing that blew me away about Windows Phone was just how well it ran on low end hardware. Oh like, yeah, Microsoft yeah. did a great job with that. Um, I have like one or two Windows phones, and one of them is just like this maybe dual core phone that has like you know two or three gigs of RAM, and it runs like super smooth. It's just maybe not even that much mm. RAM, probably less than that. But it's probably less, yeah. So smooth. <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, I mean, I thought one of the phones so had like five twelve meg. It wasn't even a full gig of RAM. It was like it was so yeah. like it might have been the one of the four hundred series phones. But yeah, it was great because if you had like an old like you know, like a 435 and just a little plastic back. You bought it like a track. It yep. was like a track phone. Basically it was a little page to go. It might've been 80 bucks and you just throw it in there and it's like, it fired right up. And then it was a little slow, yep. but it actually was totally usable. And I just remember, yeah, it was so, so good. I, yeah. It was I a just very fluid those. OS. It was a very yeah. fluid OS. And, uh, and uh, we got us one of our favorite people in the world, Steve Litchfield. We're talking windows phones. So I guess Steve finally caught up to the show. So hey, Steve, <laughs> my, one of my, one of my favorite people to talk to. I've been following. And again, I, when I first started with my windows phone journey and started listening to people, that's where I first kind of got into Steve and, and the old windows mm-hmm. phone. Just I mm-hmm. huge fan. So we, we love the fact that he's, uh, he's here. So it's really great. And uh, well, hell Ian, we're already at, almost an hour and 10 minutes man it's been a great oh, yeah. and this like is how it all and see and this is and this is part of the reason why we don't like script any of this stuff because just you start having these kind of chats and it's like these are the kind of things we try to do it's like if i saw you out at like a coffee shop or at a pub and we're just talking talking and it's like what we talk about hey nice phone when'd you get that well hey i had my old iphone this and look at this track phone like holy cow that's great and we just have these organic <laughs> kind of conversations about tech and, and just our lives and stuff like that so um, yeah. it, 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 we never seem. I always think it's funny at the twenty minute mark. I'm thinking, oh man, I hope we have enough content to kind of keep this kind of thing going for an hour. And then we start <laughs> yeah. to get into a conversation, and then just, I mean, you turn up, and it's already at an hour and ten minutes, and it's just easy to start geeking out. Easy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So again, that's this is kind of where we start to kind of just wind down the show. But uh, please, um, you know, yeah. it's been such an honor to have you on. Like I, I've seen you in the chat. I've seen your, a little bit of your content. And then Joe's like, Hey, Ian's coming on. I'm like, Oh, that's going to be great. Cause it's just a newer person that we don't really have a lot of exposure to. And hopefully, you know, you had, you hadn't listened to much of the show beforehand. So maybe hopefully you become a fan and maybe follow oh, along yeah. and, and all this, sure. like we said, like all our guests, we'd love to have you on at some point and have another conversation. Cause you know, Florida, Actually, we have food yeah. and we have like sports and we didn't even get into any of those kind of <laughs> conversations. Right. And that's, what we try to do is have a more well-rounded conversation. And, and if you have the time, you're always welcome to come back on. We'd love to have you to, to, to talk yeah, more about thank this. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. pleasure. Absolutely. Before we go though, uh, Ian, where can everyone catch you online? Uh, so plug, my plug channel, channel is Ian's Tech. Yeah, uh, my channel is Ian's Tech. Uh, YouTube.com slash Ian's Tech. It should take you there, I'm pretty sure. Huh? Um, and then Ian's Tech YT on Twitter is usually where I'm at. Uh, and then I have all the other socials, but I really... Twitter is kind of the main. <laughs> mm-hmm. Twitch, or, we, we call it Twix. The problem yeah, is, Twix. I thought about this the other day. Is there's a candy in the United States called Twix? Yes. Yeah. There's so one in, I'm thinking, in the UK as well. Okay, so I, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. we shouldn't go like Twitter X or so Twix, but I don't think it hits right. But I just don't no. need the copyright. Let's stick with Twix. It it's all right. I, no. I can't call it X anymore. No, this is too weird. <laughs> and, and that's what and, and that's what Steve was saying too. Is like we came up with the Twix thing, and it's just like I just can't call it X. But it's not yeah. Twitter. 
but it's not X. It's just kind of in the middle, and it's just a. It's just stick with Twix. I like Twix. Yeah, let's just go with Twix. So we'll we'll and we'll make yeah. sure that uh, we'll put the Twix link, and we'll also put your YouTube link in the show notes, just so that way we can drive some. Now, granted, we're not exactly reaching out, you know, across the the, the stratosphere as far as reach, right? Kind of a limited <laughs> group. But hey, you know, if anybody okay. else can maybe That's drive your channel and uh, and like I said, anything we can do to help ever and like, Ian, all that matters is there's some pretty cool people in the chat there. So there are fantastic oh, human yeah. beings in the chat. I also been, like trying to go back and forth and look at look at everybody's and oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I I don't think we ever get this many comments when I do my stream. So. <laughs> Yeah, we we have a very lively community. Like I said, like Peter's in the chat yeah. and Barry and all of them and Drew and we have all. I mean, it's it's a great chat, and that's why we like to we like to try to make sure that we. Uh, yeah. It's just the one big happy community. We all like to talk and just like run up. And we, we have actually started a MeWe. Um, we have a MeWe group. Yeah, well, and that's more of a UK thing. And it's like a it's like a social. Uh, it's more of a U okay. UK thing or maybe a European thing. Okay. I don't. Most Americans don't know. So I'm in the MeWe group. Um, called PSC, what Steve has. Right. Um, so I thought, let's, let's, have a, let's try and that. do a similar thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very, very good. Honestly, yeah. check it out, MeWe. Yeah. And check out yeah. PSC, actually, Fan Show Chat. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to, check yeah. that out. Okay. And yeah, also, just it. make sure you don't, if you haven't bookmarked the Nomad Tech Project, our YouTube channel, and Lenny's in the chat. He does a great yeah. show. Yeah, he does a have, great job. Yeah, we do all sorts of stuff. So, again, it's one of those things that anything we can do to help drive some exposure to your channel. And like I said, anytime uh, you have a few minutes of your time, we would we would love to, to have you on uh, to talk more about stuff. And just, again, any anytime you would. Uh, it's been a fantastic chat. And thank you again for taking time. I know Sundays are family days, and you're not being compensated for this. So it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully we made that's, it interesting for you. Sam, that's not what I told him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, if you're gonna give him a couple of quid on the side, that's cool. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not that kind of group. So the fact that you know people want to take some of their time and come out with us is fantastic. And we just we had a really great time. Thank you so much for, for your yeah. time as well. Yeah, all great right. Time. I had a great time. Milk for your Deadpool sweatshirt and my I don't know what this yep. is. <laughs> and for Ian Sack, thanks for joining us on the Nomad Tech Project. I'll get the show posted later in the afternoon. And again, enjoy your tech. Stay hydrated because I know Jimmy's going to say something. And I haven't seen a Aditya, so hopefully the doctor comes in and again. And also remember, be excellent to each other. And we'll be back next Sunday with another great episode of the Nomad 10 Project with Sam and Joe. As always, we'll see you guys. Have a good week. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Not too early yet. We can Happy holidays.